Welcome to the SaaS Ad Lab podcast, where we interview the stories of SaaS founders, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. My name is Luis. I'm the owner and founder of Phantom Agency, a digital marketing agency specializing in scaling SaaS companies. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Alexander. He is the founder of Unicorn Platform. Alexander, thank you so much for joining us here today and giving us the time. I know it's a little bit later for you, um, so I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this with us. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and where are you currently right now? Hello, everybody, and thanks very much to Louis for this opportunity. Uh, I'm the founder of Unicorn Platform. It's an independent bootstrapped SaaS <coughs> product. It's a landing page generator for startups, for mobile applications, for web services, for Chrome applications, for open source projects, everything about uh, tech products. Um, so um, I'm a maker. I have created a dozen of projects in the past. And uh, um, <clears throat> one day when my another my uh, startup failed, I thought, uh, so Alex, what should you do? Uh, what should you do next? And I thought, well, what do I love? And I uh, started to making a list. <clears throat> What's my true passion? And uh, number one was web development and web design. And I thought, so you love web? And uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Let's make a landing page generator. Um, yeah, so here I am <laughs> building Unicorn platform. So essentially, you know, you, you took the right approach with this, right? And I feel, I feel like that's one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs miss is the fact that they have to be passionate about whatever it is they're doing. So essentially, you could have done a million things and thought about, you know, the end process. So where is this going to end? Am I going to be able to have an exit with this? Am I going to be able to sell it? Am I going to be making millions of dollars, right? Um, but I think that's the wrong approach. And I think you did the right thing and actually sitting down and thinking, what do I love to do? Like I could literally sit here and do this at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and whatever that time may be, right? Obviously, you don't have to do that, uh, but if, if, if it came down to it and you actually sat down and did, and did that thing, um, it's going to be a lot easier to do those types of things when you actually love what you're doing, and I think that's extremely important, essentially, and, and ideally, right, when, when you're a, a founder, an entrepreneur, when you're pretty much doing everything on your own at the beginning and you don't have someone else to look for and say, hey, uh, are you going to take care of that today? Because it's not going to happen. It's, it's going to be coming from your heart. And I think that's extremely important. Uh, so I think you did the right thing there. And with that being said, without, you know, and I don't know if this is the case, but from what I know so far, without doing much research into the product that you wanted to create, essentially just going from what you loved, how did you know that you had the right product and that you were solving a problem or what kind of steps did you take in order to find, you know, essentially what kind of angle you had to take this in, because there's a lot of landing pages. Uh, there's a lot of funnel creators out there. So, so how did you choose the model that you're currently using? Uh, you know, I have, uh, have been talking to many founders, makers, and uh, I realized that uh, the landing page creation uh, tools, uh, they are changing really fast because the web development industry is changing fast. And I realized that um, it's very common for founders, for web designers and developers to switch from one platform, from one tool to another and try this and try that. And uh, that um, gave me, that understanding gave me uh, 
the confidence that my tool will be noticed. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, perfect. That's great. Um, <clears throat> one addition about uh, uh, making uh, a list of what you love, your passion. You know, uh, actually, my biggest uh, 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 making lists uh, is uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, <clears throat> um, things to do. Uh, you know, it can be it can be useful in your day life. For example, it uh, you can create a list for any uh, problem, any question you have. For example, what do I want for lunch? Uh, okay, so it be vegetarian uh, meat or sushi. Uh, do I want to work with this uh, client? Uh, client is this opportunity uh, good enough? So you just create list uh, pros and cons, and uh, when you express your minds, your uh, suggestions, it's always uh, much more simpler to make a right decision. Yeah, I love it. That's I think that's a that's a really good point I just touched on, and I actually just started reading a book by Keith Cunningham is his name, and he talks about thinking time. And thinking time is, is something that a lot of people don't do, essentially. And this is something that he figured out on his own because he wasn't doing it, right? So he was taking and, and making decisions pretty much on the fly when something happened. And he realized that by making those, he was making what he calls a dumb tax, the dumb tax. And it's just like money that he's losing because he wasn't taking the time to think about the decisions he was making. So what he talks about in the book is literally taking you know an hour to 45 minutes to an hour out of your day and just sit down with a notepad in front of you and write your write one question and write all the different things that you can you know the different options that you have and and, and really thinking about what's going to be the outcome of that specific thing and, and like you said there's so many different options to, to like, essentially like one question as simple as what am I going to eat um, there's just like so many different ways that that could go. And if you sit there for, I don't know, five minutes and just write down, you know, the things that you like and what's on your mind, you'll actually be able to figure out which one you want to eat the most. Um, and that's a little bit on a tangent, but essentially it, it could go, you know, with a lot of different options, uh, as far as whether you're making a landing page, for example, right. And you're talking about what am I going to put on it? Uh, if you sit down and think about all the things that you can put on the landing page that are going to get a customer to actually take the action that you want them to take, it's going to be a, a higher converting landing page that if you just don't even think about it and just put random stuff on it. So I think that's very important. Uh, and I like the approach that you have for decision-making. Uh, I think it's very unique and I think a lot of people don't do it that way. Um, but essentially, uh, is there, is there, you know, a specific type of person that you, that is attracted to unicorn platform? Or, or is there a niche uh, for your product? <clears throat> um, yeah, I've decided to uh, focus on a very narrow audience. Uh, startup guys, makers, founders. Uh, so I offer only templates for startups. It's SAAS services, mobile applications. Uh, so you have to go uh, how it says, uh, do my small steps and uh, think about big future, yeah? Uh, so I've decided to start with this niche because I fully understand the needs and the problems of startup founders because I'm such guy. So yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, that means it will be a, an easier start. Um, so yeah, I plan to expand the audience. So like create templates for events, uh, maybe e-commerce in 
our future. But at this moment, yeah, it's only startup guys. And it's very fun to talk to this audience because we're very open-minded. Yeah. Uh, when you take an interview and uh, ask uh, a founder, hey, what do you think about my product? Um, many of them are very uh, friendly. We give a lot of valuable priceless feedback. Yeah. And I feel like I'm talking to a friend and that will be difficult, much more difficult if I started from another niche, for example, from e-commerce, because that I don't know how that uh, guys think what's on their mind. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely, and, and that's something that I've noticed too in this industry is that a lot of people are very like-minded and they, they think a certain way and they're always open to giving feedback and helping one another, and I absolutely love that. Uh, I think it's invaluable, uh, you know, the, the fact that you can literally ask just anyone and they'll are open to, okay, well, I'm going to take add time out of my day and review, you know, your process or your website or whatever it is that you're looking at. Um, so I think that's very important too. And, and I, I love the fact that people in this industry, are like that. And another question that I wanted to ask you is regarding price and, and the product itself. Right. And I was going through the website and I noticed that you do have a freemium. And I wanted to, to kind of go a little bit deeper into what made you choose that way of, of approaching your model. There's a lot of different ways to do it, right? You could do, you could do a free trial with full, um, mm -hmm. with full options, full features, or you could do a premium with limited features, but they can literally be on the, on, on the platform forever without paying a dime. So mm -hmm. what, what kind of, you know, I guess, items were the ones that that really sparked up this decision <clears throat> um, first uh, the concept of the product of this version of product is an obvious it's an html generator uh, my product at this moment produces static landing page generators and that's not obvious for many people yeah because uh, um, the majority of website builders like Wix or Squarespace, they offer um, uh, full services like online content editor, uh, hosting, which Unicorn platform doesn't offer at this moment. So I've decided to uh, give everybody a chance to get used to the product, to try it, uh, because uh, in our, uh, otherwise, uh, there is a risk that people will not understand what we buy and maybe angry. Uh, so good points about uh, free plan is that um, people use my website and we're very grateful for uh, for free templates and they keep the branding uh, like a, a small banner at the bottom made by Unicorn and that's a good promotion. Yeah. Also for web design, uh, for web uh, builders for website builders it's very important to showcase your design as uh, <clears throat> as much as you can because each uh, website builder such as Wix, Squarespace has own unique uh, identity uh, you know Squarespace has uh, black buttons, uh, their own fonts, their own spacings um, Wix has their own and I also have my own design with uh, with little details which are unnoticed on a some subconscious level and each time you see a template uh, my template you subconsciously uh, it's a marketing touch you see my button and you 
and uh, realized that oh it's unicorn platform and uh, it's crucial for my business to show my design in any ways even if i lose some money uh, on long in the long term it's uh, a great it's a good strategy to it's a it's a it's a bit of a growth hack in that sense right when when people start noticing and, and it goes hand in hand so oh well they definitely made that with unicorn platform and so on so yeah. i like that idea and what the, the, the other thing to that i noticed is that you're only and maybe this has to do with something that you mentioned earlier you said that people that were using these platforms they would you know switch from one to the other to the other constantly so they don't stay the long run and mm -hmm that almost makes me think this is the reason why you made the price to be a yearly price and not a month to month. Is that why, or is there another reason why you decided to go with the annual, um, the annual investment price? Uh, yeah, it's a common question. Many people ask this and uh, the answer is that my product, as I said, provides uh, HTML templates and with HTML, as you may know, uh, a website needs also CSS, JS, icons, and other assets. And so when a, a user signs for pro, um, for pro plan, he gets full access to the assets. And uh, uh, so if my user, if I had a monthly plan, uh, any user could uh, just by one month create a website and uh, download the assets and when there is no need to uh, pay for another month. So my lifetime value would be like 12, 20 bucks and that's very low. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, where, where are updates, I create more, pro more components every week. Um, yeah, but still lifetime value in that case in, with monthly plan would be very much lower. So I've decided to stick to to your to only early yearly plan when i create a complete website builder such as wix with online editor with hosting um so a monthly plan will, will be will be it will be a good option because um, actually each website builder we say we sell uh we resell hosting yeah we buy servers and you pay for servers and uh, where website building tool is uh, is like an addition to the hosting we resell to you. Right. So if you don't pay monthly, your website will be down. Yeah. <clears throat> In my case. Yeah. That makes sense. And what are, so, so how many people are currently using Unicorn Platform, whether it's paid? So how many people are on the freemium about, obviously? <clears throat> I have decided to not uh, uh, force users to sign up. <clears throat> at this moment uh, and uh, so I don't know how many users are on free plan okay <clears throat> there are 600 uh, signed up users and uh, about 50 paying users okay awesome <clears throat> what's been the biggest uh, the, the best you know strategy to to growing the company so far what are some of the, the things that you've done to get those 50 customers uh, <clears throat> there are two huge spikes uh, which brought me all the customers. It's uh, of course Product Hunt. <coughs> uh, <clears throat> Product Hunt is awesome. I'm a biggest fan of Product Hunt, uh, this great community and uh, uh, 
the product and product is also great and the very stuff is awesome uh, <clears throat> the second uh, uh, spike is brought by the lifetime deal round which i run to collect some money for future updates mm -hmm. uh, it also created a big um, uh, attention to the product um, yeah i have uh, found a guy a guy from Facebook found me. His name is Nitesh. He runs a private lifetime deal group on Facebook. And he said, hey, Alex, you have a nice project. How about um, featuring it in my group? I said, okay, let's do it. And yeah, it brought uh, a lot of signups. That's awesome. And as far as reducing churn or keeping, you know, keeping churn down, what are some of the things that you're currently doing to kind of make sure that the people are happy with the product, make sure that, you know, they're getting what they're, what they're paying for, um, essentially keeping them on board for, you know, as long as possible. Mm -hmm. um, from the start, I have created uh, multiple channels to communicate with uh, the audience, with users. <clears throat> it's an online chat, which is used very frequently. I spent about 10% of my day work time on chatting with users the second is uh, slack community uh, so people just join and ask questions about product about plans about how to do x how to do y uh, the third channel is public trello roadmap where users uh, give suggestions ask questions and see which updates are next to be done that's very cool yeah, and, and of course, uh, social networks. Yeah, that's my channels of communicating with users. Do you think that's the best way to keep them around is by, by keeping, you know, a community of the people that are currently using the product? And, and really, I, I see that a lot of SaaS companies, sometimes, you know, the, it's the user onboarding where things kind of get lost because the customer isn't entirely sure of how to use a product or they have questions. Mm -hmm. And if it's hard to reach, you know, the person that's going to be able to help them, they then they don't have the answer, so they're going to leave, right? Like, it's just hard to to stay somewhere where you and you're not entirely sure of how to use a product. So, do you think that keeping them in a community where they can contribute and and give you suggestions and you can give answers to whatever questions are brought up, do you think that's one of the reasons why people like to stay with Unicorn Platform compared to going, you know, somewhere else? Uh, yeah, very good topic. Um, balancing between being always online on chat and uh, making work on product is a tricky business. Yeah. <laughs> so I have decided to be as accessible as possible. It, uh, mm, it, it affects my productivity. Yeah, it kills it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, still, I'm still open. And I believe that uh, making a uh, a loyal community will be helpful in a long-term future. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to find uh, ambassadors, loyal fans, which will uh, spend a, a little time to support new users. Mm -hmm. And it actually works. There are only, uh, let me see, only 30, 34, 40 people in the Slack community. And uh, even only 40 people uh, all also gives uh, results. I sometimes wake up and uh, open my Slack and see that uh, 
a question is all already answered by a member of a community. So, so it saves time. I, I believe in this strategy. Yeah, that's one of the things that I believe we touched on on a, a past podcast is the fact that you have a community of people that are, you know, they're, they're going to be all different levels of, you know, I guess, uh, experience with the product. So there's someone that maybe has been using it for three years. Maybe there's someone that's only been using it for a month. Mm -hmm. So essentially you're creating your own little customer service because they, they, they all become friends. They start talking, they start sharing ideas on how to use things and how to fix, you know, whatever may have happened. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think it's a very good way of leveraging social media for your brand because they're already on there. They're already spending time on social media and they all have that same product. Uh, you know, it's a similarity between all of them. So it's just going to bring them together even closer. You can, and not only that, but the fact that you actually get to create relationships with these people's right. And, 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 and I think that's important because essentially uh, I think that feeling um, of, of making friends because of a product is very important. Uh, and you see it with SaaS a lot and, and especially the, the ones that are leveraging social media because they can interact with one another. And that allows you to hop outside of there because you already have people that are currently answering questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, I think it's very, it's very unique. And I think some people are missing the point uh, with Facebook groups or really any other like Slack, whatever you would decide to go with. Right. But I think it, there's a lot of opportunity in there and you start finding um, those people that are really loving your product that way. And they yeah. also nurture others. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. Especially when you start seeing that happen, obviously, you know, when you have one group with one person, it's, it's kind of pointless because there's not much going on. But as you start seeing that group grow and just go up and you start seeing interaction between the people, it's really unique. And it's definitely a good feeling, uh, not only for yourself as the founder, but also for everyone inside of the community because they, they feel like, you know, there's just more going on in there. So that's, that's really cool. Um, another one of the questions that I wanted to ask, and I'm not entirely sure actually is, are you, are you a founder by yourself? Is there someone else that's a co-founder or anyone else that's making decisions with you? I, I'm at the moment uh, the only founder. I'll tell you a secret. I came to Moscow to <clears throat> my friend. His name is Kostya. He's a very experienced developer. He started his career like 12 years ago. Yeah. And uh, we have decided that I will come to his place and he will help me with uh, building an architecture for my future platform and I said yeah that's a cool idea and um, some weeks later I've decided that um, Kostya might be uh, that co-founder that I'm looking for mm -hmm. and I want to make him an offer soon <laughs> uh, <laughs> does he know about this he, he doesn't know about that yet <laughs> maybe, uh, so, maybe he'll watch the video uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe I, I, I think uh, it would be better to tell him personally. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, I believe that uh, soon we will be two people, and uh, yeah. I also need to hire too many, two more developers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. So, you're just taking this thing on, on your own right now, solo. You've been able to grow this so far. Yeah, at the moment, I'm alone. But um, yeah, walking alone is hard. <clears throat> yeah, it's busy. Yeah. That's awesome, though. It's it, I mean, you, the, what you've created so far, you know, it's a good product. People love it. 
you already have a community on there. Uh, you've been on Product Hunt before, so that's it's a great start. And I think there's a lot more, you know, to come with the product. Uh, it's definitely unique, and I think there's some things that it definitely touches on that others in the same industry or the same space aren't necessarily hitting uh, as well as you are. So congratulations on that. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the mindset. You know, as as far as being an entrepreneur, and you know, it it's it's it takes a lot of time, right? And it it takes a specific type of person. Uh, to do the things that you're currently doing, essentially, you know, you're, you're putting a lot of things on the side to work on your product, to work on your company and grow it. Obviously, there's a lot of sacrifices that come with that. So I just want to, to, to understand a little bit more about how you do things specifically. And, and essentially, hopefully we can help people that are in the same spot right now or, or people that are currently, you know, looking to start a company so that they get ready for what is, you know, entrepreneurship and what all they have to do. Um, so what, one of the things I want to ask is what is, you know, the mindset that you have to have when it comes to building a product, obviously there's a lot of nights, you know, a lot of days that you, maybe you feel lost, you're not entirely sure of what direction to take um, or what to focus on because there's so many different things you have to do. And it's just like, what am I supposed to, where am I supposed to start? Right. So I want to hear your, your, your input on this. Oh. <clears throat> That's a very complex question. <laughs> uh, what really helps me is, uh, is uh, talking about my strategy, about my plans, my problems with another man. In my case, uh, because I don't have a co-founder, it's a business coach. Uh, I pay him for consultancy. He doesn't give uh, direct advices like do this, do that, don't right. do it. Uh, he just asks questions like, why do you think your plans are good? Why? What are the weak points? What are strong points? Are you sure? Are you confident or not? And I, uh, during these sessions, I start to thinking very, very hard. Uh, and um, yeah, that questions, which uh, uh, it's it's difficult to ask yourself a, a a difficult question, and when someone outside who is not interested in your product asks you, it brings you out of comfort zone, and you start thinking more realistically, more to ground. That helps me a lot. When you're not alone, when when you're alone, it's better to talk to someone who is not interested in a product. Uh, so mm, it's not there is not there is no one uh, answer on your question it's yeah. complex uh, I think the the, the most important uh, in entrepreneurship is uh, confidence in what you do and uh, it, it this, con this confidence should be like a, a solid uh, rock and it should be always be ready to change and you don't have to be afraid of changes um, yeah the market changes where competitors comes up and, and uh, the changes are always be and uh, it's nothing bad about failing or making a pivot anything else um, yeah you're, you're a strong man you're smart everything everything would be fine just go your way um, yeah, that's how I do it. I'm not sure is it. No, I, I think that's great. And I think you brought up a, 
great point, right? And it's really surrounding yourself with people that have, you know, experience and they've done things before. Essentially, business coaches or mentors are always a good thing to keep around you. Um, like you said, just asking those difficult questions. And, and, and it's something that we don't do to ourselves because we don't want to. It's, it's hard to, yeah. to, to get there, right? It's hard to ask, well, I know, I know the answer. I just, it's difficult to put yourself in that position. So I think when somebody from a different standpoint, a different point of view, asks you a question that's hard and you, I mean, you have to give an answer. And even if you don't give an answer, you're thinking about it. So it's definitely, again, it goes back to that thinking time and really figuring out the answers to a question. I think it's extremely important. Um, and, and like you said, there's no specific, there's no specific answer, um, but being confident, I think that comes a lot too. And, and I want to go back to what you said at the very beginning of the interview, which is, you know, being passionate and in doing something that you love, essentially, that's going to be the most important thing without it. I, you might get places, but it's not going to be fulfilling. It's not going to make you happy at the end uh, as much as doing something that you enjoy doing constantly all the time is. And essentially the only thing that's constant in life is changes, right? So everything's always changing. So I think uh, being always ready to pivot, make, being ready to, to make that next move is, is, is extremely important. Um, and like you said, it doesn't come down to, to failing or succeeding or whatever it is. It's just being persistent and consistent with your actions to get you from point A to point B, uh, which I think it's very important. So uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and it, it was a hard question, but I wanted to see where, you know, what, what your mindset was on that essentially. Mm -hmm. um, another question and how, how do you deal with, you know, with, with selling? Is it everything, is everything done through the website? Do you have, or do you take any calls uh, from people that are maybe have questions or something like that? Do you do any demos? How do you deal with sales? Uh, the most sales are made with uh, live chat. Uh, uh, I'm always online. It's about 16 uh, hours per day and I respond instantly. And that is my biggest opportunity and people feel uh, safe we feel secure with me when we found our replies instantly we feel like okay this guy's with this, this guy answers very quickly if i'm in trouble he'll help me so if i buy this product everything would be fine mm -hmm. and that's a very good uh, sale point um, so yeah uh, chat is my number one sale sales channel that's awesome and as far as scaling uh, or actually we'll, we'll go back to a different question right now. I'll ask that after, um, when it comes to, you know, you know, what was the question I was going to ask or, or what is the, the one thing you're trying to accomplish at the moment for, for unicorn platform? What's, what's on the roadmap and how are you working towards that? Um, I have, st I have stopped uh, all my marketing efforts. Um, I have stopped all the processes regarding unicorn platform and uh, focused on the second version of the product as i said before currently it's an html generator and i want to create an online uh, website builder with content editor and hosting and yeah i spent the whole day um, prototyping and designing the tool and at the moment i'm writing technical specification for developers and finding a developer 
so my number one goal is to create a product. Yeah. But what does that mean for Unicorn Platform? Is that going to be merged into that second product? Or are they two completely separate things? Uh, I will keep the first version for uh, existing customers and uh, it will be frozen. It will not be development developed anymore. All the components will migrate to the second version. So it will be, yeah, all the components will be accessible in the second version. And I will complete, uh, continue creating second version for years. Very cool. That's exciting. And what are we looking for on that as far as the timeline? Uh, I plan to release the second version in the quarter two of 2019. Okay. Very exciting. And essentially, so that, I guess maybe this, this won't make sense with the question that I just asked you, but essentially when it comes to scaling or the efforts that are going into that, what, what, does, the, what does that look like? Oh, I have a huge list of uh, <laughs> grow hacks and uh, marketing ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I am a big fan of uh, side products, side projects marketing. Uh, I think it's very undervalued nowadays. Uh, I will put uh, a bet on that. Um, also, uh, I'm I like uh, connecting with people, making new friends. So mm -hmm. this is a it's a great opportunity to create partnerships. Um, yeah. Uh, for example, it can be <clears throat> something like, oh, hi, mm, let's say John, you have a, a CRM for startups. Let me create a testimonial on your CRM and you will create a testimonial for my website builder and we will exchange links and everybody is happy, it's win-win. And uh, if you repeat with 100 times, you get links, you get uh, uh, attention um, so I will work mostly on uh, side projects and uh, uh, partnerships let's let's name it that are there any partnerships at the moment uh, I have I have contacted uh, some guys it's the best designers around uh, such as design model creative team uh, craft work um, Dima Bunin, uh, Kiki KK UI Store, uh, that guys, we have created a, <clears throat> a small project. It's called Boutique. Um, it's a Black Friday special project where I have uh, gathered all these uh, web design projects from that vendors and uh, put a banner for each product of them. Mm -hmm. And we together put this um, project in our newsletters and we just pushed uh, each other uh -huh. uh, shared our audiences so it was uh, like uh, the, very, the very first test uh, um, connection with potential partners and uh, I like it I think there are a lot of opportunities uh, for example Alexander Paduraro from creative team is very open for partnerships he said Consider me as a as your partner. I can create a newsletter for you. Let's do it together. Uh, he understands that if he helps me, I will help him in future. And I believe that uh, each entrepreneur, the majority of them, thinks in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just entrepreneurs. I think it's everyone, right? It's just a psychological thing. Where it comes no, no, sure. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's definitely, uh, and that makes me think of another book called Influence. Uh, it talks a little bit more about psychology and how to influence people. Uh, if you're oh. into that kind of stuff, you should definitely check it out. Um, uh, so again, uh, that's, that's great. Uh, partnerships are huge. That's a lot. That's a very good way to pretty much growth hack and, and get in front of people. Essentially you're getting in front of, you know, someone's product that is aligned with yours or maybe complements it. And it's just going to help you get more customers that way. So I think that's awesome. Uh, and really quickly, what are your, your, your views on what's your view on affiliate marketing? And is that something that you have ever thought of, or maybe you want to do in the near future? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, it's a good question. And uh, I want to advise to each maker to place, uh, uh, sign up for affiliate campaign forum in where landing pages before launching on product hunt <coughs> after my product hunt launch i have gathered about 25 applications of uh, potential affiliates and uh, when i'm ready i will start working with them i think that working with affiliates is uh, uh, requires a lot of uh, time you have to make a due diligence of them we, you have to support them with uh, banners and uh, with uh, uh, copies, what we put on their websites, mm -hmm. and help them make sales. Uh, I think that's it's very it has a huge potential. I have not yet uh, worked with that because I don't have a product at the moment. <laughs> my first, I, I have a project. A project. The product is ready. Um, but as I said, I want to create a second version and then start promoting uh -huh. the second version. Since I'm alone, I'm um, all in the product design and product development phase at the moment. Uh -huh. So yeah, affiliates are on plan, but not now. Too much going on. <laughs> yeah, too much. Too, too much going on, second product's not ready. That's awesome, that's very cool. And uh, I did, it, we're getting close here to the 30 minutes, so I, I know it's super late for you now. Uh, let's, I just wanna ask a couple more questions and uh, is there any books that you recommend to to people that are in you know the SaaS mm -hmm. space? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, I will recommend two books. Let me see how it's, the, it's called in English. The first one, of course, is uh, <coughs> Robert Cialdini, How to uh, with friends. Uh, oh, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Robert Cialdini. That's he's the one that wrote Influence, the one I told you about. Uh, I, I I think yeah, it is. Ah, the Psychology of Persuasion, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great book. Um, it helps to make marketing and sales better. Um, but uh, in, in this book, he describes how our brain works, how, how it's done. <laughs> and uh, um, he shows many examples of how some uh, not very good people uh, use our weaknesses of our mentality to force us to buy something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when reading this book, and you have to keep in mind that uh, these tricks are a very powerful weapon, and you have to use them wisely. Yeah, you have to be ethical about it. Absolutely. Um, um, and the second book, uh, 
let me Google. I don't remember the uh, English name because I have read it in Russian. Okay. Uh, it's called, it's a fantastic book. It can change your life. Uh, talking about entrepreneurs. Let me see, I have it in my phone. Yeah, it's actually crucial for not only entrepreneurs, but also for anyone who wants to make uh, a good career mm-hmm. uh, and will be successful in any part of his life. Mm-hmm. And it's called, oh, I see. Uh, Kid Firazi Never Eat Alone, about networking. Okay, I'm pretty sure I've heard that book before. I'll definitely take a look at that. And uh, thank you for sharing that, Alexander. And do you, do you, I should have asked this before, do you go by Alexander or Alex? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> Alex, it's called, we don't have Alex here in Russia. We oh. have Alexander <laughs> and uh, the short one is Sasha. <laughs> okay, so, very cool. Sasha. <laughs> awesome. And with that being said, do you have any questions for me? Uh, questions? Mm. Mm. What do you think, uh, Louis, about the future of uh, uh, the video market? YouTube now is watched by billions of people. What do you think? What will be next iteration? First, it was like uh, uh, magazines, then it was radio, then TV. Now YouTube, what will be next iteration of content consuming? Uh, that's a great question. I think there's definitely going to be a place for things like virtual reality. I think that's definitely where we're going next. Virtual reality, augmented reality, and you see it happening already with like Facebook uh, investing in Oculus and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's going to be huge. You can also see just random companies. I, I remember going on, on, on their website for um, glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could try them on, you know, with your phone, just using the camera and things like that. Or you could buy something for your home, uh, like some furniture. And all you have to do is hover your phone over the area that you wanted to put that. And it'll show you what it looks like inside of your house. Um, so I think anything that has to do with virtual reality, augmented reality is going to be huge. Um, and I, I, I do believe that as we, you know, as we progress more and more, there's going to be something uh, kind of like Tesla or not Tesla, Elon Musk talks about with um, his new product Neuralink, where we're mm-hmm. you know linking the the brain to to computers and things like that. And I think there's going to be some sort of universal ID where essentially things will be very personalized. So mm-hmm. if, you know, like right now you're driving down the street and you see a billboard, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the same thing for every single person. But I believe that as we move on. Uh, everyone that looks at that billboard is going to be looking at something different. So it's very, it's like I said, it's going to be very personalized to very uh, unique content. And it's not just going to be on our phones. It's just going to be everywhere. Uh, and I know people, people find it, you know, creepy and weird. Yeah. Uh, personally, I find it fascinating uh, that we're getting to something like that. So, so granular as far as marketing goes and advertising. Uh, oh. But again, that's, that's my background and that's the type of thing that I, like and I you know fantasize about I guess but essentially um, I think that's where we're going with with all of these and I think video is gonna be huge it already is huge but even bigger uh, but definitely um, augmented reality virtual reality and things like that are gonna be huge I hope there will be a, an ad blocker for 
billboards and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see ads everyone everywhere please <laughs> yeah it it, it it could be we'll, we'll see what happens but it, I mean it could go both ways right people I mean people complain about the way things are right now but it, again they they go out there and consume everything um so it's it's definitely gonna be interesting interesting to see uh how everything starts to take shape um but I think we're definitely leading into something like that where everything's going to be unique. Like, and, and, and there's a problem with that, right? Because essentially uh, I'm not going to be able to show you something. Um, for example, let's say we're driving on the same car and I see one billboard and I think it's funny and I laugh at it, but you're going to be looking at something completely different. So there's going to be a disconnect right there. Um, yeah. So there's, there's, I mean, there's pros and cons, right? Obviously it's going to be more relevant to me, but when I try to tell you about it, it's going to be something different. So, well, I guess we'll see what happens with that kind of stuff. Um, but it's definitely something that I've thought about quite a bit and I'm not entirely sure, you know, what to think about it just yet, but I guess we'll have to wait for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the future as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think YouTube is about to make some revolution, some change videos are too boring. Yeah, I think so too. I think everything's going to start moving very, very quickly. Uh, and that puts every entrepreneur, uh, you know, it's, it's more opportunity, essentially. There's going to be more things to do, more ways to do things. Uh, some people might say it's, an, it's a risk because you have to pivot. Others are going to see it as an opportunity. And those that hop on top of it are going to be the ones to, you know, take all the gains from it. So uh, you said, you know, be ready for change and, and, that's exactly what I'm ready for. Uh, hopefully everyone else that's watching this is too. So yeah, I think that's where I'm at with that. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, thank you, uh, Alexander for hopping on this interview. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time of day, like I said, and uh, it was very, very cool learning a little bit more about unicorn platform what's on the, on the roadmap for you and for the company and that little secret that you told us about too. Uh, very cool and uh, excited for that. Excited for yourself and your company to see where you can take this thing. And uh, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time for this. So again, thank you for the invitation. Thank you. <clears throat> and uh, again, thank you everyone for watching this. It's always great learning about more companies like Alexander's Unicorn platform and how they're shaping things and, and the changes that we're going to be you know, seeing in the near future. So uh, I appreciate everyone taking the time to watch this video or listen in whatever platform you're listening. Don't forget to try Unicorn Platform. They have a freemium uh, and there's new things, very, very cool new things coming for them. So check them out. And uh, where can people find you online? Mm. <clears throat> I can be found in Twitter and in Telegram. Facebook, like anyone else. <laughs> it's Alexander Izora, and it's my handle in each social network. There you go. So it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, you can find me pretty much. I'm not on Twitter that much, but I, you can find me there. It's just Camacho.ftm. Uh, same thing on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, just look up Luis Camacho. And if you're a SaaS founder, entrepreneur, CEO, or any of the above, uh, make sure you join the SaaS Ad Lab group. There's a lot of opportunity on there and if you want to hop on the podcast let us know and we'll be glad to have you and uh thank you for everything today alexander and we'll speak soon <laughs> thank you thank you for uh, thank your you bye-bye ciao